Welcome to the Seven Figure Frequency, the seven minute video podcast where we dive deep into the realm of mastering the energetics of money and wealth, and where you learn how to embody the wealthy lifestyle you desire. I'm your host, Erica Oli, and I am thrilled to have you join me on this transformative journey. We'll be exploring how aligning your energy, beliefs, and actions can open up endless opportunities for growth and prosperity in all areas of your life. Get ready to tune in, turn up your frequency, and join me on this exciting journey as we tap into your unlimited potential. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Seven Figure Frequency. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode, which is on the subject of combining woo and work. When I work with clients, the work that I do on my own, on money mindset, on stepping into a completely new way of relating to money, wealth, and your business, yourself, to creating a completely new and abundant life, that requires, in my experience, a little bit of woo and a little bit of work. It is not just work, and it is not just woo. And there are people at both ends of the spectrum who will tell you that you need to work, 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 work. And that's often what we're taught. That's what I was taught, at least, you know, that if you weren't working 20 hours a day, there was no way you were going to be successful. And I think now it is a very different place where we're able to work online. That wasn't available, for example, to my mother, whom I've spoken about before on this podcast. And she did, if she wanted her a career, which she did, she had to make a choice, whether it was career and personal fulfillment in her career or family. And she chose career. And I suffered because of that. But That was a choice that she made. And she was very much, she would always say, like, you don't like to work, you know? And I've said this before. She has said to me, had said, you know, you don't like to work when I was younger. And it wasn't true. I just was different from her. I worked in a different way from her. And I think that especially the older generations really have this point of view that, The only way to be successful is to be in the office longer and later than anyone else. I have spoken about this on my social media, but I am a fan of crypto. And I was listening to Ran Nooner. And if any of you like to watch, he has crypto banter and he is a very well-known guy in the crypto space. But he said that he is working harder than anybody else, that he is obsessive compulsive, that he likes things to be perfect, that he is, you know, working longer hours, putting in more time, doing things differently, avoiding all of the fun, the parties, and constantly work, work, work. And I was thinking, what is the price that he's paying for this? You know, there has to be a price that he's paying in some way or another. Because when I hear people, and this goes back to last week's episode, who are so black and white in their thinking, they are paying the price somewhere. You cannot be 200% at work and not pay the price somewhere. Just like Elon Musk. I mean, there has been so much talk about his approach to work. And There must be a price you're paying at some point or another for working like that to create what you want. And you can create what you want working like that. You can. But 
at what price? And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have the woo-woo, you know, sit on your couch, manifest, just affirm, and things will come to you. And there is a teacher that I have learned from who says exactly that. You sit on your couch and it will come to you. But the thing that for me doesn't completely connect with that is that, you know, she creates courses. She sells those courses. She does reach out. She is not just sitting on her couch doing nothing. And, you know, there, I've never seen this personally, but there is talk of certain masters of manifestation who can literally make a crystal materialize out of thin air. I have never seen it. All I know from my personal experience, and I think that this is so important, that you need to find what works for you. You need to try different things. You need to listen to different people. You need to be open to different schools of thought and see what works for you. But for me, I have always preferred things to be balanced. And even, for example, when I first embarked on a physical healing journey, I went on a very aggressive elimination diet and my body rebelled in such a big way. And maybe I'll get into that at some point or another, but I realized that I didn't feel comfortable and my body was sending me clear signals that it didn't like very drastic measures. And I really apply that to all areas of my life and to the work that I do with clients. And I like things to be easy. I like things to be practical. I like things and methods that allow you to function in the real world because it's fine to be able to close yourself in a cave and, you know, be able to meditate, be able to focus on positive thoughts. But then what about when you're standing in the middle of a street in New York City? Are you able to do it then? Or at work when there's a stressful moment? How well are you able to manage your thoughts then? And how well are you able to still focus on being a vibrational match for what you want? So there is the subconscious reprogramming, which needs to take place when you're rewriting your money story. There is the nervous system, I would say, reprogramming as well. The reprogramming is key here too, because you need to reprogram your nervous system's set point like what feels good to it. If your nervous system has been used to living in constant financial stress, living in emotional stress, then when those things disappear, your nervous system will feel very unsafe. It will feel, it. what is unfamiliar to your nervous system is perceived as unsafe. So there's that element of reprogramming. And then there is the embodiment, the energetic work that also needs to take place, which we can call woo, which we can call whatever else we want. But we also need to be a vibrational match. And there is the work of Joe Dispenza, who says we also need to add an elevated emotion. I would argue in my personal experience that that hasn't been true. However, I very much admire his work. I do love his meditations. And I know for a lot of people, his methods have worked very, very well. But again, it's listening to different people. It's taking the bits and pieces from here and there and creating what works for you. So 
My message today is stay open to all ends of the spectrum, to all of the, again, connecting to last week, the gray areas in between, to having balance and to creating a methodology, let's say healing path that is balanced and takes into account living in the real world because that's where we are. So thank you so much for listening and see you next week on the Seven Figure Frequency. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Frequency. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on social media for updates and exclusive content. Let's elevate our wealth consciousness together. Until next time, keep raising your vibrations and living in alignment with your wealthiest self. This is the Seven Figure Frequency, signing off.